Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. It's time for another episode of the Almost Famous Podcast. In this episode, we're going to be breaking down both episodes of Paradise from this week. Uh, There is a lot to break down, but the overarching storylines are very consistent. So the details of whatever is happening maybe aren't as interesting as just the emotion and the transformation and the switch up, as some may call it. 
Ashley's here to help us break it down. Ashley, are you ready? Oh, hello. Yes, I am ready. Let's start with the cocktail party. It is our second cocktail party and rose ceremony since the beginning of this thing. That means we've gone seven episodes with only two. That's how much longer this Bachelor in Paradise season is. So you guys wanted you guys wanted more paradise, and you're getting more paradise. Yeah, a lot more paradise. Well, we could see Ashley and Jared say goodbye. We uh, said goodbye finally, guys. Toodaloo. Later. <laughs> uh, are you glad you did it, Ashley? Yes, we're so glad we did it. Okay. I know that the fans didn't love the fact that they had a married couple there. Jared and I ranted on that on an Almost Famous podcast last yeah. week, if you guys want to hear all our thoughts on that. They tried something. They had so much more time this season with 16 episodes. They tried something, and maybe it didn't go over according to plan, but it's all good. We're still glad we did it. It was so fantastic for our relationship. We will always look back on those three days, six days in total in Mexico, but three days down at Playa Escondida so fondly, um, and that date that we had will be remembered forever, really. It's truly one of our bachelor dates. It's and beautiful. it is just as memorable as, well, if not the most memorable of any bachelor date we've ever had. That's beautiful. Well, uh, in you. this cocktail party, seven women and 12 men remain, which means five men will be leaving paradise. There's a couple uh, people very much on uh, the chopping block, a couple people very much thinking they're going home. Uh, some will be surprised. Some won't, as we'll talk about. But the first relationship that's very interesting is James and Shanae. Obviously, Shanae's in a little love triangle. Ashley, uh, what do you think about it? Shanae is in a love triangle in which she's the most interesting part of it because she's a character. She's fun to watch. But the guys that she's into, they're not the greatest of TV. I love James, though. He's so, so sweet. But like, Nobody's super invested in the storyline because we know that she's not marrying either of these guys. Simply put, there's no great love story here. Sorry if I'm repeating myself from last week, but that's true. So, so whatever. I don't care about this one. <laughs> I did a podcast this week with Grocery Store Joe, and he was so hilarious because when questioned about certain couples, he was like, honestly, I don't care. <laughs> And yeah. I guess that's me with this. It's no offense to all three of them involved. I love them all, but like just not super invested in what happens with them. Well, there are other relationships blossoming. There are a couple people that think they're going home for sure. It's Justin and Michael A are sitting talking about going home. They're both convinced they're going home. Well, for Michael A though, that's until Danielle shows up, which is a massive part of this episode is Danielle showing up to the beach uh, as some would say, conveniently. And I don't mind, actually, the convenience of this setup because it makes for a beautiful story that we get to watch. The same thing happened with Demi. She had her love interest come down the stairs and it was obviously a planned thing. Maybe not by Demi herself, but it was orchestrated, right? And the fans... And the cast, mostly the cast, gets irritated by it for under understandable reasons, but it does create a great love story that I think is worthwhile in the end. Is it unfair to certain people specifically, like maybe um, Sierra in this case? Quite possibly, but the thing is this. Michael A. and Sierra were never going to happen. So let's at least, because he didn't feel it all the way, so let's at least celebrate the fact that Michael seems submit 
with Danielle, and this is a relationship that he can actually see going somewhere. Let's talk a little bit about how Wells does say it was a tad bit orchestrated. Um, it didn't make the cut, but Wells did put it out there on the internet, so I think that it's safe for us to talk about a little more of the behind the scenes. He said that he kind of walked Danielle down and was like, I have someone for you. And Michael was like, I have someone for you. It was kind of like a setup situation because Wells and Danielle have been friends for so long. And of course, Wells has been listening to Michael for the past week or so in paradise. So he just thought, obviously, this is this could be a potential match. They both have similar histories when it comes to losing a loved one. Um, and they have been chatting on in on on Instagram. Uh, so I like the fact that they were all very honest about the fact that they had talked in the past, but that they had never met before. And I think that's crucial. I think it's totally fine if you're DMing, especially about what they were DMing about. But as long as you haven't met in real life, I think that that's fair game for going to paradise and meeting there. I think it's all what fair game going to paradise. I think yeah. it's great that they talked. They're going to talk. Uh, what are you going to do? Not be friendly to people just with the thought one day, maybe possibly that you'll find each other in paradise. It's yeah. that's a ridiculous thought. So for them to talk, say they talked, that's all I want is just to meet them to be honest about yep. the fact that they did talk and then we can move on from there. Well, Ashley, uh, the other part of the rose ceremony it took up a lot of time uh, was uh, the, and I don't want to sit on it too long because I just think this guy continues to come in and be disrespectful but it's the pizza dude. I don't even know his name. Is it Peter? Yeah, uh, Peter. I, uh, you know, he, he's the guys stand up to him. The women actually stood up to him too, but he doesn't want to listen to the women. He only want to listen to the dudes and then make it feel like, you know, he was the one to come up with the idea to leave <laughs> paradise. So crazy. Um, uh, Ashley, and, and about all we need to say about this is he needed to go, uh, but his words and the things he said in interviews um, and he, he'll, he'll probably blame it on editing, but it's really hard to edit those interviews to do what, you know, he said what he said, I will say, uh, he said some terribly disgusting things that Shocking. really, uh, really hurt me. Like, Hey, if they're, uh, ugly, don't even come around me or don't even look at me. I think was something he said. He also, um, was bad mouthing the women involved. I uh, I don't like it. Honestly, it ruined a part of this episode for me because the drama that existed from the switch up was so much more fun and interesting for me to watch than some dude just being a jackhole um, on the beach. Yeah. Well, he left in the most embarrassing fashion ever, being like Pizza Palace or wherever his like he plugged in his restaurant on the way out, and everyone was cringing there on the beach and at home. I hope I hope the show never uses him again. That's my hope. Um, and uh, and I'll say it. I just I I'm sure he's gonna go back home. He's gonna find a way to make this all work. I just I I don't want to see him on this show again because the stuff that he said, the things that he did, his attitude towards other people are things that are not only hurtful, um, but they're unhealthy and they're very unhealthy when you're locked in an environment with him for so long. So um, not into it. Not down with it. Glad he's going home. That's what I'll say. Okay, so end of the rose ceremony is this. Um, Genevieve gives her rose to Aaron. Obviously, Serene gives her rose to Brandon. Um, Jill gives her rose to Jacob. Lace gives her rose to Rodney. 
Uh, and then Shanae with the big switch up gives her rose to Logan, which means James is going home. Victoria gives her rose to Johnny. Brittany gives her rose to Andrew. Danielle gives her rose to Michael, which is very, very sweet to see as all of them are sweet to see. So it's important to note who gave their rose to who, because it obviously is going to be now a storyline on what relationships exist. Um, moving forward, Casey goes home. Uh, because he uh, he had a really unfortunate accident that we talk about in the headlines, which is where he really got hurt. Uh, also, James goes home. Peter goes home. And the others... That Justin, go which I'm shocked if Justin. you had told me that Justin was going to lim- get eliminated the first row ceremony, that guy's yeah. getting eliminated. I'd be pretty shocked uh, going into this season. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he went on two dates, or he's, you know, he had multiple interests. And yeah, well, Justin is, it's sad to see him go yeah. for sure. He's a, he's some funny comic relief, or at least he was when, when there. Yeah. Well, the next morning, Michael and Danielle go on a date. Danielle gets to date card. She asked Michael to go on this date. This date uh, was a special date because obviously they do have very similar backstories. They both still are processing um, pains and wounds, uh, but they're able to do it together. Uh, in short, uh, I think you have to watch the date to fully uh, actually encompass. Yeah, I feel it. But in short, I felt like this date did show us that hey, there is something there. And it also the the part I want to talk about is even their willingness to speak about um, their past relationships with each other and the healthiness that they both gave and the space they gave each other to do that. And then they were able to kiss afterwards, which shows me, you know, when you obviously lose a loved one or lose a spouse. I, you know, I have some friends that have had that happen and they are able to then move on and find somebody that where they, the other, their, their new spouse also celebrates the past relationship with them. It, it's a really beautiful thing. And I feel like the two of them together will be able to do that. I agree. I really do feel a lot of um, potential here. I think it will be slow and I think they both want it to move slow. Interesting tidbit that I'm not sure a lot of people caught but they actually kissed on that catamaran and you can see it in the recap of the episode beforehand at the top of episode eight. Uh, So they definitely edited the episode to make it seem like it was slower than it may have been, especially with Michael saying like, when I met my wife, I felt that instant earth shattering love at first sight almost feel. He's like, I'm not getting that with Danielle. And I love that he was so honest about that. Um, and then their conversation, it was one of those like amazing bachelor convos that like it took up a lot of screen time and you were glued to every minute of it. Yeah, it uh, it was a powerful, a powerful scene. Uh, and I'm glad they're there together and I'm glad we get to watch it selfishly again. I'm glad we get to watch it. Well, the next big scene as they're on their day is Jesse comes in and announces a massive historic switch up in paradise and Ashley, uh, obviously most people know what the switch up is i'll quickly explain it um the men are staying uh on the beach uh new women are coming in the women that were there are going to be leaving for a week what we find out later on is that uh they'll also be joined by a new cast of men at their house at first i was like this is brutal this is torturous this is unfair and then as i kept watching it I felt like I was a big fan of this switch up because I do think it tests relationships. I do think it's showing us who was strong and who wasn't. I don't hate it, honestly. I don't hate it either. Me neither. 
I don't hate if it. If you guys are going to be together in the quote real world, you're going to be able to survive this. Yeah. And if you can't survive this, then you can't survive the real world. It's simply put like that. It's brutal because you really just want to enjoy paradise together with like a little flirtation, with like a little like hookup buddy. Do you know what I mean? Like you want to like have that sense of a vacation fling and they're taking away the vacation fling. You can't just enjoy paradise with somebody that you think is like fun for now. It's forcing you to really be with, if you're going to be committed, this is going to be a commitment and you're going to like, just not be able, you know, you just can't relax with them. Yeah. I, I don't hate it. I, I think it adds an element. I think it uh, intrigues the viewer. Uh, and so I'm not against it, but obviously the girls are very upset that they're leaving. They're freaking out that their relationships are going to be ending. Um, obviously they're sensing that things are changing. Uh, the guys seem more confused than they are upset. Like they just feel like, uh, I don't know what the right move is now. I, I kind of really, I really enjoyed Logan's, uh, quote where he said, I, I don't know what the right thing know. to do is, um, uh, or, Maybe it's it going to be interesting to see what I do or yeah, something. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty much being like, hey, I know I know what the right thing to do is. I ain't going to do it. Like, I'm going to mess this thing up. <laughs> something I, along those lines. And I was like, that makes me, like, really enjoy you. Like, I really like a person <laughs> yeah. that can do that and be like, yeah, I try to do the right thing. It's typically not the way I go about it, though. That was the best Logan moment ever. Yeah. It's do you feel like it was more traumatic for the girls because they actually were the ones being plucked out of paradise? Well, I think at that moment, too, is they didn't know that, uh, that they were getting guys that they were getting guys. And so they felt like, oh, you would send us away. You would give the guys all these opportunities. You're going to make us sit and hang out with each other wherever we're going. And it feels and I also think a lot of these girls were very uh, connected to these guys. So, yes, I do feel like that. And I also just think um, I think staying in your familiar environment helps. Uh, I think the guys being on the beach, they don't have to pack up and leave. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I think being familiar with where you're already at probably helps. But the girls Even are really the upset, uh, especially Jill, your friend Jill and Genevieve. Lace also was uh, a wreck. Some of the relationships didn't feel like they were going to be affected. Victoria felt pretty strong. Uh, yeah. Serene obviously was like, I don't like this. This isn't fun for me. I'm going to miss Brandon. But like, I know he ain't doing nothing wrong. 1000 you know? percent. The girls did look fresher there, though. Do you yeah. did you notice that yeah. like that night they're sitting around the couch and you're like, ah, somebody got a good shower and air conditioning and everybody's hair looks lovely because you can actually do it there. I yeah. um. I do have like one issue okay. with this, and I just realized why it felt sort of icky to me. I didn't like the way that the girls were presented and then the guys were presented as if they were like kind of like pieces of meat, being like, and here's your new selection. Uh, because we didn't get introduced to them. We didn't get their names yeah. or anything like that. It was just like, here's your selection. Yeah. I agree. That That is a little weird. <laughs> What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. 
we have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, A military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, 
or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Lou, Alex, Tyler, Adam, and Rick show up to the uh, the girls' suite. Uh, obviously, Adam is from a season in uh, Australia, so nobody knows anything about him other than he just has long hair and he has a good accent, as the girls say. Uh, it feels like from this list, the list, at least initially, the girls' interest really leans towards Tyler and Alex, um, especially Tyler, which makes sense because Tyler yeah. ends up going on a date with Shanae uh, pretty shocking to me how good this date went, Ashley. It felt yeah. like, uh, like, I mean, Shanae was trying to get down. Like she was like, this is such a good uh, first date. Like I'm trying, I'm trying to boom, boom. But he had made out with Brittany the night before. Yeah. And as an audience seeing both of them, I felt like he was more into Brittany. Well, I think he was again, but like, that's a couple hours. It's paradise. He's probably like, whatever, <laughs> let's go with it. Yeah. Um, who knows like where his mind's at now, we're going to probably find out, uh, very quickly, which will probably cause all sorts of, you know, conversations, but how, how interesting would it be for these ladies to show back up to the beach, wondering if their relationship stands with the guys that were there and Shanae, for example, is like, yeah, uh, sorry, Logan, I've already dated two other guys like, or I guess, you, you know, like. I, I'm dating a guy that's now dating somebody else and now yeah. I'm single again. So like I'm back interested in you, but let me tell you the yeah. backstory of why I'm even interested in you. That would be a, that feels like a lot to happen in a week. It does. Well, Logan also goes on a date. So yeah. Logan goes on the date with, which I'm glad uh, to see. Yeah. His, her, Sarah, it, it's Sarah. Okay. Yeah. Sarah from, from a uh, Clayton season. Wow. It feels like it's been a lot longer than Clayton season since we saw Sarah, but, yeah. Yeah, and so I like Sarah's I like both I like Sarah and Logan together. Um so I'm Makes happy more he sense went. to me. It does. Well, the interesting one here is Brittany because obviously yeah. Andrew is on the beach going, Hey, I I'm still interested in Brittany. Uh you know, you and I are big fans of Brittany. We don't know how she wasn't like pursued so heavily since the beginning of Paradise. Yeah. Uh and so, but he's like, I'm still interested in, in Brittany. Uh we don't know where his relationship with Jacinia is gonna go yet. Brittany does seem interested in Tyler actually kind of hurt and offended that Sinead took Tyler on this date. Um, I want to pause here though, with all this now wrapping up where Tyler and Sinead did go on this date. How great of a scene is it to see Jill just completely block Sinead and come in without like reading the room and being like, yeah, I'm just going to kick it with you guys, even though, you know, it's obvious I'm not wanted here. <laughs> 
was just so awkward. Classic. It was so awkward. awkward. Yeah. I can't believe that Shanae was actually setting up a boom boom room for them after one date. One day. I, I feel like that. I, if I was Tyler, it was the tantric yoga. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It, it got them all fired up. Every crack was uh, was wet, as according to what she said, because she was sweating so bad. Um, so Shanae was fired up. She was ready for this. Uh, we don't know if Tyler was or not, but there are some other relationships going on outside of Shanae and Tyler. So who knows where that goes? We're gonna have to watch to see. We mentioned Sarah and Logan now. Um, Kate and Jacob. Yeah, that's the other one. It feels solidified. It does, but it feels like a Bachelor in Paradise hookup couple to me. Like, I don't I don't see this going on very long. Well, of course. When I mean solidified, I mean it's like she's won over Jill now. Okay. Because he Poor basically Jill. says, um, I don't wake up in the morning thinking of Jill, but I woke up this morning thinking of you. And that is a jagger to any woman's heart because we all know that thinking about somebody in the morning is such a big deal. Yeah. Poor you know, Jill. so yeah, I know. So I know. But I the know. relationship that's that's not quietly sneaking up on me maybe my favorite relationship right now is rodney and eliza i mean i feel bad for lace obviously i was protective of her because just i know lace but i do feel like rodney and eliza like have something very special and they're a beautiful couple um their chemistry is very dynamic um i don't feel like they're just a paradise hookup i'll be shocked if they break up by the end of this um so I'm really happy for them. I am sad for Lace. I'm very sad for Jill, too. Uh, it's going to be a really hard... You know, the people that were most upset leaving the beach are going to be probably the people that are most upset coming back to the beach. It what feels- about Genevieve, though? Because Genevieve, we we, yeah. we see her crying a lot, but we don't see anything with Aaron. Aaron's not talking to anyone over there. Yeah, she might... Okay, yeah. She, she'll probably be good. Uh, she'll be good. So it's Lace, and it's really... Um, Lace and Jill, Jill that are going to be just a wreck coming back to the beach uh, because I think both those relationships have moved on. Both their men have moved on. So um, earlier you were saying that the guys seem to be having um, like just more fun being separated from the girls. And I feel like this is just a trend in all of life. Yeah. When girls and guys start dating, even if they're both really into each other, a bros night sounds so awesome to the guy. Like he'll choose yeah. hanging out with his friends over the girl like a night or two a week. Yeah. And the girl is usually, maybe I'm stereotyping. Maybe I'm just talking about my own friend circle, but the girl will be like, why does he want to hang out with his friends? He should yeah. want to hang out with me over anyone. And I think it's just so what's playing out in front of us. Yeah. The girls are like, no, yeah. I, I, I don't want to like hang out. You guys are great, but I don't want to hang out with you. And the guys are like, Oh, my girl's gone for a couple of times. Let's just bro out. Yeah. And it feels like they are broing out. Like they're yeah. sitting on the beach or on the little table, kind of just like having yeah. drinks and kicking it and probably talking yeah. about fantasy football. Um, yeah. Oh, they are. Yeah. A hundred percent they are. And so it is, you're not wrong. And I do feel like the guys are having an easier time with this, except Aaron does mention Dan- to Danielle at some point during the episode that he does miss Genevieve. I think there's mm-hmm. that miss for oh, them. There's a miss going on, yeah. but it just, the comparison, it's just not there. No, definitely not. Well, uh, the episode closes like this, Ashley. Uh, Rodney and Eliza are on their beautiful date together. Uh, there's obvious chemistry, as we were mentioning. It feels like there's a connection um, that's going to last. Lace is so upset um, that, again, she conveniently uh, shows up to the beach while they're on their date. 
and um, Lace is not okay. Uh, she's not. And the guys, it feels like, are not uh, communicating with her in a way that she wants. It feels like she's very closed off, very hurt, very confused. Uh, I, there's a scene where we see it in her eyes and she's kind of looking around like, I don't belong here and I no longer feel welcomed here. Uh, and it's hard for me to watch. I think it's hard for the women to watch as Jacinia said, no. because it, it's just painful. Um, and, but we don't get to see how her, the Rodney conversation goes. I, we have, a, I mean, we know it's going to happen and it's going to be bad. We all know it's going to be bad. It's I hope really it's just sad. Quick, you, short and sweet. Like I hope it's Rodney telling her, Hey, I'm, I'm not sorry, but like Eliza came, we have a connection. I'm moving on. And that lace can just get out of there because I just feel like dragging this along for too long is going to be really painful. Yeah. You can just see her heart breaking in front of our eyes, which yeah. is just always, it's just one of those moments. Just like, so, so sorry. So sad to watch, but she, um, she just needs to rip that bandaid off. And yeah. I understand why she just needed to go down and be like, listen, let me see if it's happening. If it's happening then I'm getting out of here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I hope that was her mindset kind of going into that beach was like, uh, I have I have this gut feeling that something bad's happening. Uh, I think it was. And uh, I'm, I'm going to show up to the beach. But if anything's going on, then I'm, I'm out. Like I'm bouncing as fast as possible. Uh, I have a feeling though, because she doesn't, this is my kind of theory, is she didn't pack a bag uh, so that she'll actually go back to the mansion, to the house. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. the girls will see her like super upset and sad. And all the other girls are going to freak out a little bit more. Oh, um, do you know what's going to happen? She's going to go back. She's going to say, I'm leaving. And then she's definitely going to be like, this is what's happening. He's coupled yeah. up with her. He's coupled up with her. And so then like Jill is going to start freaking out and all these other things. And they're just going to be locked, <laughs> locked in the cabin. Uh, the cabin. I don't know why I call it, but they're like the they're, lo they're locked in the tower. You the know what I mean? Massive, massive, beautiful mansion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they're just gonna freak out more and have that anxiety writhing through their body until they actually get to go down there. Yeah. Well, it's gonna be an interesting couple next weeks of Paradise. I'm excited to watch it. I want to see how this plays out. I, I want to see what relationships make it through uh, and what relationships don't. Really quick, do you think there's going to be any more entrances or do you think that once everybody is back together, it's just going to be that's the cast and they have to sort out their crap? At this point, I would be shocked that there's any more entrances. We're getting so far into this season now. There's so many people. There's so many relationships that have formed and broken up. I do think there's going to be some type of way that even the people who are new that aren't coupled up um, with somebody will end up kind of staying. I don't know how that's mm -hmm. going to work. But I think some of them might stay just based on who's there and who's not. I mean, the women obviously have the roses this week. So we'll see some guys going home. I don't know, though, Ash. I, I don't know how this is going to play out now once they all come together. I would like to see them all come together because I kind of feel bad for Lou and Rick and Adam. Um, and, <laughs> the Rick thing was like Alex. demoralizing. I didn't even realize Rick was there until he was like looking at the girls in the pool. And I was like, ah. Uh. This yeah. is awkwardness at its finest. Yeah, his game was pretty terrible, though. He was, like, waking up a girl from a nap, being like, hey, Genevieve, wake up, no sleeping here. And it's like, hey, I'm I'm not the smartest dude in the world. I don't have the most, most game in the world. But I know if my wife is sleeping, do not wake her up. Ever. They were going to give massages? Yeah, it's it's just weird. Oh, they're trying. Hey, give them, give them a break. They're trying. 
uh, but it's good weird job to watch. Trying, guys. Hey, let's right. take a break here. We have headlines to get to. Uh, some good headlines, by the way. So let's jump over those right now. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that's so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure... It kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. 
the war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So... How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time for Bachelor Nation headlines. The first one is one that shocked me. It's also one I was interested in. Casey Wood says he hasn't walked in over four months after Bachelor in Paradise injury. Wait, this is so shocking because it didn't look that bad when it was airing. But in last night's episode or this week's episode, you saw him faint and the faint resulted in him injuring his ankle. Well, it actually was three broken bones and then he had three operations and four months later, he's one sad guy, he says, because he hasn't been able to walk in four months since that fall. <gasps> it's insane. I mean, I, insane. I, I wondered. I honestly, Ashley, my um, my like very evil side of me was like, he's faking it just to get out of this situation. Now I'm like, oh, no, again, <laughs> yeah. I'm wrong. He- it's like he didn't want to get eliminated or something. And he just like fainted. But that was absolutely not the case. But guys. It was weird because he was way more concerned of his head and why he fainted. And then five minutes later, he's like, oh, ouch, my ankle. Unbelievable. Well, here, uh, next headline is this. Sierra feels disrespected watching Michael A. and Danielle on Bachelor in Paradise as Bachelor Nation weighs in on convenient storyline. Ashley, some of this is based off of Wells' tweet that he said he helped set these two up. Um, You know, said to Danielle before she even walked down. Hey, go find Michael. But Sierra, she's feeling disrespected. Why? So what happened, as Ben just referenced, is that like there was more of a setup than the actual edit shows. And then Sierra said, I feel highly disrespected. I'm going to go meditate. Hashtag Bachelor in Paradise. Um, this is what she tweeted during the episode, referring to Danielle's arrival as hashtag convenient and Sierra went out to call out Michael revealing that he and Danielle had spoken before um she's you know a little bit of history with and then she put the little emoji of like her being like huh like oh really I didn't know that so yeah I mean I understand where she's coming from 100 
But yeah, I totally understand. But they didn't hide that they spoke either. They shared that. I know. So, yeah. Um, but I get it. Feelings are hurt. Well, uh, here's a happy story. The Bachelor's Leslie Murphy marries Alex in Hawaii. Oh, their Instagram content from this wedding was so fantastic. Beautiful. It was a beautiful wedding. Um, it was in Maui on October 14th. She showed so many Instagrams uh, talking about like her glam prep and setting up for the seaside celebration. You guys have to go check them out. She's a travel blogger. She does these moments really well. Uh, and then they also had a first look and and that's documented on the Instagram too. So good stuff out there. Go check out Leslie's Instagram. Absolutely. Beautiful. And congratulations, of course. And congratulations to Leslie and Alex. Uh, well, this headline doesn't need a lot of explanation, but it's one we've been waiting for. The Bachelor's Peter Weber confirms he and Kelly Flanagan are back together with Sweet Pick. Oh, uh, this was crazy. And I love it so much. Like I've said on this podcast before, they must have some crazy passion to get over all the the words have been back and forth between the two of them in public over the past year or so since they split. Um, but I heard from an inside source that he was just begging to get her back for the longest time and treating her like an absolute princess to prove that it was that she will, that he was worthy of being taken back. So anyway, they posted an Instagram of Peter holding up Kelly at Yankee stadium, which is pretty cool in itself. Um, and the caption read home run uh and then clay harbor wrote underneath does this game ever end <laughs> that's awesome there's some good funny comments underneath from bachelor nation and you know besides clay's you guys if you haven't seen this picture go look it so cute last headline of the day vanessa grimaldi shares a glimpse of postpartum body in adult diaper quote is my favorite outfit i've ever worn well, she's showing off her postpartum look. She goes, greasy hair, adult diapers, chapped lips, a glowing smile, love in my eyes, a beaming heart, and a body that gave me the most beautiful gift, my baby boy. Uh, she said, I've never been more grateful, more proud, or more confident in my skin. Thank you, body, for all that you can do and continue to do, for I know you know to do it. It's pretty cool. It is pretty awesome to see what your body can do. It's just when you look at your baby and you're like, you, I, I made you in there? How is that possible? So I totally get what she's saying. Yeah, it's a pretty awesome post by Vanessa. And congratulations once again to her. Well, that's all the headlines we have for you today. With that, I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. Bye, guys. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Life's better with American Family Insurance. Because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. 
So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.